All right, let's continue that conversation with Michael Cugino joining us, so President and Portfolio Manager at the Permanent Portfolio Family of Funds. Michael, as we're talking about this macro risk of recession, I'm looking at your notes. You believe that also this is a bear market rally unless the Fed does some big pivot. You also say that commodities, too, seem like a good place and gold as a hedge. How do we express that? Do we just buy the commodities? Do we buy companies that mine the commodities? Tell me about it. Yeah, good afternoon, Oliver. Um, well, there's a number of ways you can invest in not only gold, but other precious metals. Um, number one would be to buy the metal directly or ETFs that own the physical. Um, another way would be through derivative ETFs that own derivative contracts on, on the metal. You can also get exposure through buying individual stocks or ETFs of the mining companies. Keep in mind, though, that every one of these uh, have benefits and costs to them. So, you know, a stock is a stock. And so you might not have the, the highly correlated move to the metal if you buy an equity because that equity is driven by a business plan. The underlying business is gold mining, of course, but other factors come into play. A derivative contract might have counterparty risk or some sort of market infrastructure risk that you might not have if you buy the metal directly. So there's a number of different ways you can do it. We tend to own it directly because we like the direct ownership. Our shareholders like it. We have scale. Um, you know, that would be another reason why you might invest through an ETF or, uh, or something of that nature if you're a smaller investor and you want exposure, but you don't want to pay a high cost. So number of different ways. They all have costs and benefits, and it depends on what the investor's desires are. Okay. So uh, a couple of these companies, Freeport, Chevron, uh, have shown some cracks in their strength uh, uh, with the broad market weakness. But the one I'm particularly interested in uh, is Freeport, as copper oftentimes we think of as having very strong ties to China. What role do you think uh, the reopening potential of uh, that nation has for some of these commodities? Well, the commodity story has been up and down all year based on the stronger than expected dollar, uh, supply demand considerations, and the reopening or closing or reopening of China. Um, and so, yeah, we're looking more long-term. So in our view, the long-term story on copper is very strong, although you can have some short-term volatility. We think that it's been an underinvested, like a lot of the commodities, including energy, underinvested area the last 10 years. There was not a lot of demand because global growth was anemic. Um, and you had a pretty strong dollar. So all these acted as headwinds. We think that over time, a lot of those headwinds are gonna reverse. Um, we think global demand is gonna pick up uh, and, and we do believe China will reopen at some point. Uh, we think the dollar will weaken the dollars at you know 20 year highs against some of the major currencies. We think that will, that's probably not sustainable. Um, we saw the rest of the world rise, you know, raising interest rates, central banks yesterday along with the U.S. Fed. So that could tend to put some hits to the dollar, as well as you could have other central bank intervention if mm. the dollar gets too strong vis-a-vis -vis currencies. So we don't think that's sustainable. And, um, and so these companies are very attractive. They pay good dividends. The supply demand characteristics are gonna work for them in the long term, we think. So uh, a long-term holding, um, and, but you gotta be patient. All right, I like the reminder here that it uh, wasn't just the Fed, Make good news this week with the Bank of England, uh, ECB as well, trying to chip away at some of uh, the Fed's uh, uh, leadership on the rate hikes. Uh, great to catch up, Mike. Thanks very much for being here as always. All right. Thanks, Oliver. Take care. Well, I, I would say one other thing sure. on, on that. Sure. Yeah, real quick.
the the big re one of the big reasons for the strong dollar was the discrepancy between U.S. rates and and the rest of the central banks. And if central banks are starting to act more in coordination like they did yesterday, that would tend to probably weaken the dollar. So, yeah, have a good weekend. Yeah, it's a critical point. Thank you very much, Michael. Have a great weekend as well. Right, Michael Cagino joining us from the Permanent Portfolio Family of Funds.